so much for coming around and giving random ventures of an indie traveler a listen. In this podcast, your host, Casey, shares awesome adventures from different interesting areas around the states and other countries as well. Some of these places are ones you'll be familiar with, as well as some really cool hidden gems. Also, tune in for fun facts, history, culture, and bizarre mythical beings or legends around these areas. taking it back to one of the coolest places ever. This week's random venture episode is all about Fort Kastel in Pula, Croatia and Mesik, a lesser known demon. Something I find interesting is that Pula has plenty of Venetian and even Roman aspects. Italy was actually in charge of this area until the time of the later 1940s, so it only makes sense. And when there, you will sometimes see the influence. There's even a wall with many printed Venetian words printed on there. And as Adrian knows much of the Venetian dialect, he said there were some naughty words on there as well. So here we were kind of wandering around and wondering what to do next when we came across that super cool Croatian musician named Sasha from the band Sasha 21. I will post a YouTube link in the description, so definitely check out his band. It's really, really cool. They make some amazing rock music, and he was very friendly, and he had his little music corner set up there, and he was talking to us, and he asked if we had been to the castle yet. And we said we hadn't, and so he suggested that we definitely go up there. So we decided, hey, that's a really good idea, and we took his word for it. So we went and had a cool adventure. There is a beautifully made 17th century Venetian fortress right there in the center on a hill thanks to the amazing French architect Antoine de Ville. That name kind of reminds me of Cruella de Ville because it's actually spelled very similarly, at least the de Ville part or the Viet part. We took a lovely stroll before sunset and got to watch the sun make its way down as we circled the fortress. When you first walk up towards the front of this wonder, you see these old, cool-looking cannons. These absolutely make for some cool photo opportunities if you're anything like me and love any chance of getting that perfect shot. This whole place truly was a beaut, and we personally had a wonderful experience here. If you come to Pula, try coming to this fortress around sunset, if possible, for an amazing view. That's at least what we suggest. It really was amazing, and it was just an experience that you won't get just anywhere. I will add for those that struggle with a little bit of a walk to get up the hill, you know, personally, I love seeing new places and experiencing interesting things, so I thought it was well worth the walk. But if you have a bit of trouble with this, then you might want to think about it and maybe you can have someone else can go and scout it out for you if they're around. It's really cool anyways. And you don't only get a nice sky view from Castropula, but also an amazing 360 degree glimpse of the area that you can also see the incredible Roman amphitheater that is much like the Colosseum from a certain point as well. And that arena will actually be in a future episode, so keep an ear out for that down the road. Castel Pula is rather unique, as it is a bit in the shape of a star. Before this was built, there was another hill fort in its place. But the place that's there today has seen much history, as it was built in the 1630s and was used to defend its dear city, its people, and, of course, the port. It was a major point as Venetians defended their dominance of the Adriatic here, from this castel. 
Some of this fortress was built using the same exact stone that was used also for the Roman arena that's here. And other stone came from different quarries around the area. It has gotten various upgrades over the years, and in the 19th century, it got some cool new things like a penitentiary, a guardhouse, and a place to store military weaponry. If you're here during the summer, then you may catch them on a day where there's either a concert, a movie projection, or some other cool and fun event. So you might want to check that out because maybe not all people like that kind of thing and maybe you just want to check out the castle itself. But maybe you do want to check it out if there's something like that happening. I know everybody's different, so to each their own, right? This ancient Venetian castle sits perfectly among the hilltop. You can also see the shimmering sea and the port with the awesome lighting giants, which are the shipyard cranes of Pula, which is ultimately my favorite place in this amazing town. That'll also be in another episode. Also, there's a museum you can check out, which is said to have over 75,000 different things that you can see with history and culture written all over them. And I mean that figuratively, not literally. They don't have history and culture actually like written on them. This Museum of Istria seems to have a nice rotation of different exhibits. Some are random and others are about the history of Croatia and Pula, which is very cool and gives an awesome insight into this amazing area. The incredible views from this fortress was one of my favorite experiences while in the Istria area. That is, of course, besides the lighting giants. If you're a random venturer like us, then I'm sure you'll have a wonderful time here as well. If not, then at least you'll get some good steps in for the day. Either way, I'd say it's a win-win all around. You know how there are the anti-heroes that can maybe do something that appears good sometimes, but then maybe they end up experimenting with some pretty bad acts later that make you change your mind about them? Like maybe Deadpool or, you know, something else might come to mind. Well, if I could compare the Mediterranean Mastic to anything, I would say that would be very close. This little demon has become lesser known over time and though many mythical creatures exist in folk tales and kids stories, this one is pretty much left out. Talk about chopped liver. And if you're not familiar with that, by that I mean, are they really not so worthy of being in the stories passed down to future generations? It's a bit sad that they're left out. I'll give you the scoop and then you can come to your own conclusion there with what you think about it all. This creature can have the appearance of a child wearing a red cap on their head or it has been known to turn into other animals. Something I found even said they could be the ghost of an unbaptized kid. What it does is it wanders around the hills near the Mediterranean Sea. Hearing where they come from may make you giggle a bit as it had done so with me. And okay, here's where it gets goofy. A black chicken lays an egg and once this egg is put under the left armpit of a man as he is standing near the sea below a rock. Yes, <laughs> I know it's very precise. But sometime later the egg hatches and then if you guessed what pops out then that would be a massic and good job thumbs up to you. So this creature is said to lurk around the waters of the sea and as some sort of a good luck charm it can be a good help as almost like a fish whisperer. It can result in some very happy fishermen. Also, another thing that they can supposedly do is help people having money troubles or people that can possibly be in danger. Another strange side is that they can also kill. Okay, so maybe that really isn't kid-friendly after all. But you know how many fairy tales actually have a really grim story and the Disney movies leave out a lot of those details. So, you know, that could be something that 
could happen is just leave out the killing part, but still do something for the kids because actually it is like a kid itself. Yeah, at least in appearance sometimes. Anyways, you definitely don't want to be on their bad side, that's for sure. And another thing is, this is more on the mischievous side of their persona, is they can steal either cows or horses, but it's just for a night. They are nice enough to retrain them back in the morning, but these cows or horses are just totally exhausted, worn out. It's like they've been milked. And I don't know, maybe these little massive creatures just have a crazy milk obsession or something. I mean, if they are kids, then, you know, a lot of kids do love milk. Hopefully they're not lactose intolerant because that might not go so well. Anyways, apparently once their master dies, and it didn't say exactly, but I'm assuming their master is the man whose armpit they were warming under in the pre-egg hatching phase. Anyways, once their master dies, and if one were to open his grave, then what do you think could be found? A dinosaur bone? A cool looking old coin? A smiley face mask? A towel? No, no, and no. But what will be found is a snake. Talk about random. I don't know how the snake fits in with it all. Maybe the master was a snake the whole time. But do snakes have armpits? No! I mean, how could the snake hide the egg under its armpit? I don't know. That sounds a little fishy to me. They may be a nearly forgotten mythological creature, but perhaps this will help to keep their spirit alive a little longer. I found that they were actually pretty interesting and... Perhaps you'll have thought the same as well. Have you been to this area? Or do you have a great suggestion of another super awesome place? Feel free to reach out at randomindietraveler at gmail.com. Instagram at randomindietraveler. YouTube at Random Ventures of an Indie Traveler. Check out Random Ventures of an Indie Traveler podcast on podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And be sure to come back next week and tune in for another awesome adventure. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Catch you in the next one.